and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age nine. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous slide, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about 10 tips for minimizing the symptoms of menopause as we get into middle age and that middle age weight gain. So whatever age you are or whether you're male or female, these tips are still relevant to you because as a woman, you're either coming through menopause or you know someone going through it, or you may need just to do these tips to make sure that when you do get menopause, that it doesn't affect you as badly as it does with some people. If you're one of the lovely guys who listen to me, your partner, sister, or someone you know might be going through menopause, and perhaps by listening to this podcast, you will know how to better support them or send them a link to this podcast so they can know some things they can do that might help them to ease on those symptoms. Menopause is quite simply when a woman's periods or menstruation stops due to lower hormonal levels. And it's a very natural occurrence, but for every woman, it's an individual experience. However, it usually affects women who are between the ages of 45 to 55 and can of course occur earlier or later for all sorts of reasons. Menopause may occur in some women as a result of nature and in others because of surgery, such as surgeries like the removal of ovaries or a hysterectomy. It can also start with traumas like cancer treatments or some other traumas. For example, I know a lady who went into menopause in her late 30s as a result of a very, very traumatic bereavement. The symptoms of menopause can be horrendous for some people and they vary in nature and severity among women and also over a period of time. These symptoms can start months or years before your period stops completely, which is known as perimenopausal period, and last for some time after your period stops, that is the postmenopause period. And the severity and duration of those symptoms like I said, may vary from person to person. Some people may have absolutely no symptoms at all. And I seem to be one of those lucky people that haven't really had a difficult menopausal period. I've been very, very lucky. I haven't had those symptoms. I'm not entirely sure where I am now on the menopause cycle. I think I might even be postmenopausal because I haven't seen my period now for several months. And I do not miss that thing one little bit because <laughs> I started having a period by age nine and I am so fed up of it. So I don't miss the fact that I haven't seen my period for some time. 
It sounds like I'm one of those people that have had light or lighter menopausal symptoms. However, I have helped so many people who come to me with very horrendous menopausal symptoms. And by going through some of the things we're going to talk about today, they've been able to get a better handle on those symptoms and just have a better time of it going through something that is obviously a natural occurrence. When you're approaching menopause, some of those symptoms are obviously changes to your period, such as irregular periods or even heaviness in period or spotting in some people. So it could just vary to show that you're getting to menopause. Some people experience hot flushes and night sweats and even palpitations at night, which can be very, very difficult because you're hot and cold, you're hot and cold, you're hot, you're hot, you're hot. And it's just so difficult for some people who go through these hot flushes and night sweats, which also then means difficulties sleeping, which is a natural symptom of menopause anyway. But the difficulties in sleeping is not helped by the hot flushes or the nice sweats. The symptoms of menopause can also include mood changes such as low mood, anxiety, irritability and even mood swings. It's also possible if you're beginning to have that kind of brain fog where you're struggling with memory or concentration, this could be a symptom of menopause. Menopause can also result in vaginal dryness for some people, discomfort or even having pain during sex. It can also result in reduced sexual drive and libido. This is a symptom of menopause. Menopause can also mean that you start getting those urinary tract infections or even incontinence. I know it doesn't sound good, does it? But hopefully if you're going through menopause, you're not going to get any of those symptoms. The symptoms also include headaches and migraines. Some people get muscle aches or joint pains when they're going through the menopause. Menopause can also result in changes in our skin, such as dryness, itching or even starting to get acne when you haven't had acne since you were a teenager or something like that. Menopause can also result in hair loss or hair thinning. It can also result in weight gain or changed body shape. When I talk about menopause uh, resulting in weight gain or body shape, I'm always very careful because some people will use menopause as an excuse for gaining weight when they haven't been eating the right stuff. So I just want to say that the majority of people who lose amazing weight with me are women who are approaching that menopause, women between the ages of 45 to 55, and they lose a lot of weight. And you can check out my Instagram, Bell's Low Carb World, and you can see some before and after pictures of women of that kind of age range. And just to reassure yourself that even if you're going through menopause, that does not mean that you need to gain weight or that you can lose the weight if you do all the stuff that we talk about on this podcast. I would like to now talk about the 10 top tips for reducing the symptoms of menopause and especially that associated middle age weight gain. And number one, it's not going to be a massive surprise to anyone who listens to this podcast. Number one is to avoid processed foods and sugars. 
eat a low-carb diet to avoid those insulin spikes and to improve your metabolism, improve your health. It's also important to eat a balanced diet that is rich in calcium and magnesium, vitamin D. It's also important to eat food that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids such as salmon and mackerel and sardines. And if you're going through menopause, maybe a good idea to avoid caffeine and also try and avoid spicy foods that may trigger those hot flushes. If you're going through menopause, it might also help to consume foods known as phytoestrogens, which are foods that mimic estrogen and reduce those hot flushes, mood swings and vaginal dryness, such as broccoli, berries and flax seeds. Okay, my number two tip is to eat enough proteins, especially those good animal proteins like beef and salmon and sardines and chicken and liver. And as we grow older, it's always important to maintain lean muscle mass by eating enough proteins, especially good quality animal proteins or whatever you can afford. It's also important to drink your water. It's not surprising when you're talking about things like dry skin, when some people are going through menopause. Water is one of the best moisturizers out there. So drink your water to just kind of help things along. Also, if we're talking about things like vaginal dryness and dry skin and acne, the water will help to flush out everything going on from the inside. Okay, my number four tip for minimizing the symptoms of menopause is to maximize your sleep. And like I've said in so many podcasts, to try and sleep no less than seven to eight hours every night. So practice your good sleep hygiene, such as keeping your bedroom cool and dark, avoiding watching TV or fiddling on your phone or other stimulants just before you go to bed. And also having a relaxing routine before sleep. Say, for example, having a nice bath before you go to sleep, having gentle music, dimming the light. So just having some anything that makes you to relax. Oh, say meditation or breathing exercises or whatever you find relaxing. Sleep is so important that I've dedicated two episodes on the topic alone. So if you need to know more about sleep, Please check out episodes 28 and 29, where I talk about the role of sleep in weight loss, immunity, stress, mental health, physical health, and much more. Number five tip, top tip in minimizing the symptom of menopause is exercising, especially those strength training exercises, the resistance exercises that will help you to build muscles and therefore increase metabolism. Do not be afraid to lift weights. I know sometimes it seems like as women, we're conditioned to be afraid to lift weights. Those weight lifting exercises are some of the best exercises that we can be doing, not just for menopause, but also for general health to help us to actually look leaner if you're trying to lose weight or maintain your weight loss. So don't be afraid of exercise. Regular exercise can also help to maintain, obviously, a healthy weight, to strengthen our bones and our muscles, to improve our mood, especially if you're having some of those symptoms of mood swings when you're you're menopausal and also to improve our sleep. And it's also great for helping us to reduce the risks of cardiovascular diseases and also the risk of illnesses such as diabetes. 
number six top tip for minimizing the symptoms of menopause, avoid stress and learn to manage excessive stress and excessive mood swings. Make relaxation techniques such as yoga, meditation, breathing exercises, all sorts of mindfulness exercises, aromatherapy, laughter, watching something that make you smile and make you laugh, or even something like laughter yoga. Just make all these relaxation techniques part of your daily life. Like I always say on the podcast, don't wait until you're totally stressed to manage stress. Proactively manage stress on a daily basis, just doing something that helps you to just keep everything under control and just to control your stress level. And if the stress and the mood swings get too much, If you're going through menopause, please seek professional help. There are so many things that you can get from your doctor that can help you to manage the stress or the mood swing or whatever comes in with menopause if you're struggling to just get a handle on these things. And for more on stress, please see episode 39 of the podcast where I talk about stress and its effects on the immune system, weight loss, and general health. Okay, so number seven, eat consciously and avoid excessive eating or snacking. And this snacking will even include things that are usually seen as healthy, such as nuts. And perhaps in a future episode, I'll talk more about nuts. There are some nuts that are so moorish that we tend to overeat them. And there are actually also some nuts that are inflammatory and will cause inflammation in the body, cause the retention of water and also weight gain, which is uh, sometimes the result of inflammation, as well as inflammation, like we've mentioned, can also be the reason for various illnesses and all the stuff, but not for today. Today, we'll concentrate on menopause. Number eight, if you're going through menopause, it might be a good idea to reduce your alcohol consumption. This is for various reasons. Alcohol can disrupt hormonal balances, for example, estrogen, therefore increasing the levels of circulating estrogen in your blood, potentially worsening symptoms like hot flushes and even the mood swings. I talked about eating foods that are rich in calcium because menopausal women are already at risk of stuff like osteoporosis due to the decline in estrogen levels and excessive alcohol consumption can actually help to further weaken the bones and increase the risk of fracture. If you're on menopause and you're struggling to sleep, alcohol can also exacerbate the sleep disturbances. So it might not be a good idea to drink excessively if you're struggling with menopause. And of course, if you don't sleep well, that can actually then worsen those menopausal symptoms like fatigue and irritability and also the brain fog. Drinking excessive alcohol is also not going to help with the nice sweats and it's not going to help with the palpitation which some people get as a menopause symptom. Number eight of my top tip for minimizing the symptoms of menopause, intermittent fasting and extended fasting. 
if you're struggling with menopause and also seeing yourself starting to gain some weight as a result of menopause, it will be a good idea to include some intermittent fasting in your diet to allow longer periods without those insulin spikes. For example, you can do a 16-age eating window, even if you're a normal average weight and you have no weight concern, all of us should be eating 16-8 minimum really. So this obviously means eating within an eight-hour window and outside of this eight-hour window, clean fasting, that is eating or drinking absolutely nothing except water, black tea and black coffee. And in your eight-hour window, eating window, no snacking. Eat your main meals, eat your two or three meals a day and that's it. No snacking in between meals. A 16-8 eating window can be whatever suits your life. For example, you can have your first meal at 11 a.m. and finish your second meal at 7 p.m. Fasting is a game changer in so many things in life. It's such oh, a practice that is so good for good health. And this is why I dedicated three full episodes on fasting. So if you need to know more about intermittent fasting and extended fasting, please go back and look at episodes 45, 46 and 47 of the podcast where I deep dived into everything fasting and also those fasting windows and as well as the benefits of fasting and just how we should all be making a fasting lifestyle something that we commit to for the rest of our lives. Number 10 tip for menopause is to speak to your doctor about hormone replacement therapy or whatever medical aid your doctor can help you if you find your symptoms are horrendous. But why don't you try one to nine tips first and if you're still struggling, seek medical help because there are things out there that will help you. But that's not something I'm going to concentrate on this podcast. I wanted to focus on the things that are my expertise, which is the diet and lifestyle changes that you can make to help to put those menopause symptoms at bay. But if you're really struggling with those symptoms, please speak to your doctor because you and your doctor can decide whether you need medication and what medications you may need, if any, to help to manage those really difficult menopausal symptoms if you're having one of those. I'm so sorry and I hope you start feeling better soon. But I just want to reassure you that there are so many things out there that can help you. So don't feel like you have to suffer in silence. If any of those symptoms, the hot flashes, the night sweats, the palpitation, even the mood swings, the irritability, feeling anxious and feeling anxiety, having low mood, mood swings, even that brain fog or memory problems or concentration. If you're finding your sex life and relationship and enjoyment of sex being affected because you're finding sex painful, that is also something you can talk to your doctor about or some other health professional and get some help. You don't have to keep suffering in silence. Also, if you're starting to get those urinary infection, this is also something that you can speak to your doctor or healthcare professional about. What I should have also mentioned is the headaches and the migraines. Obviously, the water can all, might also help to keep those at bay, as well as those aches and pains. Do seek help if you're struggling. There's even also help for keeping the vagina healthy and lubricated with moisturizers, lubricants, 
or local estrogen therapy or whatever. Also, just make sure if you're called to have a pelvic ex examination or those cervical screening, do, 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 please go for those cervical screening, especially if you're menopausal, because it's even more important to just make sure you're getting regular checkups. Menopause is such a natural thing, but it can also vary in effects from lady to lady. You might be like me, you've been lucky and haven't really experienced major difficulties whilst going through the pre-menopause. I don't even know which stage I am now because I've been very, very lucky that um, I haven't had symptoms really. But if you're also one of those people that are really, really, really struggling with menopause, I feel your pain. And please know that there is help out there. Try those tips because I have seen so many people really where those tips will make a huge difference, substantial difference in those menopausal symptoms. And also, it's important to stay positive, maintain a positive outlook and attitude on menopause. It's a natural transition. And like most of things in life, you can get into the mindset switch of seeing menopause as an opportunity for personal growth and personal development. And if it brings positive changes like eating better, sleeping better, managing stress better, surely these are all fantastic things that will also help all of us as we get into older age rather than the doom and gloom that can sometimes surround us. So please, please stay positive. And on that positive note, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great week and I hope to see you next time on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends, and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social, my Instagram is Bells Low Carb World. That is B E L E S Low Carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.